Welcome to Stories in Ink, a new podcast with Empty Can Productions. I'm your host, Spencer Kennard. Good morning, everybody, from wherever you're listening from. Uh, I'm Spencer Kennard here in New York City. Um, joining me, as always, today is the founder of Empty Can Productions, the fried in my bender, the millhouse in my bar, the cow to my stand, and Peter to, well, I, I wouldn't say Quagmire, but uh, <laughs> how are we doing this morning, Jesse? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm, I'm doing another uh, another busy weekend in the books and just uh you know headed straight forward into fall oh yeah i'm i'm ready for this cooler weather though oh my gosh it's amazing it feels great mm-hmm. but um yeah i mean uh, october is here it has started uh we are in our first full week of october it's uh it's been kind of crazy. It's been uh, yeah. we've been we've been at this for almost a, a whole year now. Yeah, we're hitting our one year anniversary, which will be October thirty first. Right on Halloween. Right on Halloween. That was the first episode of Stories in Ink. It's been a great journey. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's been it's been pretty awesome. Um, I you know uh, we obviously have been doing this uh, remotely um, yeah. for the most part. Uh, just because of, you know, still being in a pandemic and everything like mm-hmm. that. But, uh, you know, uh, I think that, you know, we've been, uh, we've been able to handle it pretty well. I hope that our listeners out there have enjoyed it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if you, uh, if you do enjoy it, go give us a like or a, uh, <laughs> a review on whatever, uh, platform you're listening to us on. Yes, uh, a, that would be a like, so a totally look, and a little love. Yes, lots of love. Um, <laughs> we need it, <laughs> <laughs> especially right now. Um, yeah, well, today we're going to be doing um, our, our last Ask the Artist for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, today, I just wanted to, um, today, instead of just doing one question, I figured we would just like rapid fire a few instead of focusing on just one. What do you think about that? Uh, it sounds good, man. All right. So once again, Jesse, we're going to be using Poddex. Poddex are the hottest new tool for podcasts looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcasts. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, let the content roll. Poddex are also great icebreakers. You know what else? They have a mobile app. You know that? They got a mobile app? They have a mobile app. Um, with seemingly infinite amount of categories and questions. Search Poddex in the Apple App Store, Google Play Store. You can download it for free, and you can select your membership all within the app. Now, again, if you want the uh, physical versions, just use the, the, uh, uh, go to poddex.com and use the code Stories and Inc. All one word for 10% off your order. Again, poddex.com, promo code Stories and Inc. Yeah, or download the app today. So, Jesse, I think you have uh, a few of them lined up today. I do. Most of these are going to be from because of being the season, and I'm a sucker for all that. These are all going to be from the Paranormal deck. Ooh. Great movie, though, Paranormal. Yeah, I remember when they came out. That was It really got me. Like, it really freaked me out. No, you should, you should, well, you should watch it again now as, like, an adult. You oh, will yeah. cry. You I will definitely cry. will. You're talking about, <laughs> wait, Paranormal... Activity? No, Paranormen. Oh, Paranormen. I watch that movie every year. Yeah. It's, it is, is such like, a good movie. 
out of like the Lakai Studios films, I think it's uh, it's my favorite. The the also Although, did no, they didn't do Caroline. Uh no, no that's a um, that was a they did studio. like actually. It, it, but no, I'm I not l- sure. everyone go watch Paranorman. It is an amazing movie. Yes, it is. It's uh, especially with um, you know, it's actually a film that deals with not deals with, but like uh, acceptance a lot. Oh yeah, um, no, one hundred percent. Like not just acceptance of like death, but just acceptance of each other. Um, yeah, it's just a good one. If you want to hear Jesse and I pontificate uh, <laughs> about films, you actually can catch our other show, uh, the Rotten Review Show, where we don't talk about good films. <laughs> no, we do not. Um, but uh, yeah, we actually are doing a whole Halloween series there, so uh, the so that a like and a listen. Spooktacular. All right, ready? Um, okay, so let's get into these questions. Just first one. What do we got? What is your first horror movie you have ever watched? The first horror movie I ever watched. Um, uh, I think it was. Um, I want to say Child's Play. Oh actually. yeah. Yeah, and, like, I, I remember, like, thinking to myself this whole the whole time while watching it, like, why doesn't someone just, like, kick the doll? <laughs> or, like, like pick it up and, like, just throw him. True, true. Why doesn't anyone ever just, like, I, I get it, Chucky's got a knife, but, like, if he's, like, flesh and blood, right, he's probably, like, 40, 50 pounds, right, couldn't you just throw him out the window and him just, like, splat? Yeah, because... I mean, he can't be that. I mean, yeah, he has a knife, but he can't be that strong. I mean, like if you pick him up and you just kind of hold him like arm's length away, you know? Yeah, like I mean, he might like get you. He might like cut you, but like, yeah, I don't well, think he's got like. I don't think the whole the whole hand is coming off. No, yeah, it's not like a machete or something. Yeah, it's just not like he's Jason. <laughs> <laughs> um. Um. But yeah. no, that was like the first one I watched, and like, um, you know, again, like, I don't want to say it's like a gateway, but like, um, it, Child's Play is not my favorite. Oh, um, yeah. but uh, that you know, from there I got into uh, definitely like um, Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. which I think is my favorite horror franchise. Although, like, I'm not a huge fan of like the um. I, I like how campy it got in some regards. In other regards, I like the, the like sleep is something that just terrifies me in general. Um, yeah. So like, <laughs> no, I get, yeah, I get that. It's yeah, it's an but interesting it's, premise. Yeah, it's but it's cool, like how um, they uh, how popular they are in tattooing, like horror motifs. Oh yeah. Um, but it like you know like. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've done like the little Freddy glove or the Jason mask or, <laughs> you know, on like some level just from like either flash sales or just people want like stuff from that. Uh, 
I don't know. It's, they're, they're interesting. Like, so momentum warriors are really popular in tattooing just in general. Um, which momentum warrior, uh, most people, you know, it's uh, that whole remember you will die. Yeah. Kind of thing. So I think like, it's almost like a way to kind of access your own kind of more, uh, mortality, you know, and like a reminder of that in a way. Like, um, yeah. maybe, you know, people do definitely enjoy the films and things like that. People get them because they enjoy it, but. No, you know, yeah, it is that, it. yeah, we all die. Yeah. Or something. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. It, it's just uh, definitely a cool little, you know, it's fun to do too, you know. Oh, yeah. Like, but. Well, what's the next one? What do you got, Jeff? If you could have dinner with any favorite urban legend, who would you invite? <laughs> well, um, I definitely go cryptid on this one. Oh yeah, um, you don't. No, you have to. Like, I mean, I feel like. I mean, the problem is though, if you're like having dinner with a cryptid, are they going to be able to like communicate? Um. <laughs> You know, is a if you go on if you go, you know, um, like if you give if you give Sasquatch a soda, he's probably going to ask for, <laughs> you know, or is he going to he's going to be able to communicate? But um, yeah, I gotta I gotta kind of shout out to uh, to West Virginia with this, yeah, one. Um, because uh, so Mothman has definitely like made his reemergence into like the the, the zeitgeist. It, um, it's so weird. It's like out of nowhere, suddenly everyone's been talking about Mothman. You know, it's kind of like how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> just out of nowhere. I love that um, legend. But, like, just to see, like, I would be more curious, like, was this just a dude? Was it just, like, something weird? Was it a government whatever? Like, you know, was this a sentient being? <laughs> Is it just a bird? But like, I would just want to have dinner with like whoever, whoever it was, you know, just so I could get some answers. <laughs> I, I would definitely have uh, dinner with the Jersey Devil, <laughs> the thirteenth, the thirteenth child. Yeah, of, what was uh, it like? What was it like to have thirteen siblings? Yeah, <laughs> what was it like to be the redheaded stepchild? And, well, twelve siblings because they were the thirteenth. Yeah. What was it like to be cursed from the womb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, and by Jersey Devil, you do not mean like the whole office. <laughs> uh, ready for the next one? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think aliens perform abductions for research or for fun? Um, I mean, why can't it be both? <laughs> uh, um. Uh... You know, I think that uh, I, I I think you have to ask Tom DeLong about this one because uh, he um, so uh, he he has his own research alien research whole team and everything. It's a little crazy, but um, and I and I don't mean to be patronizing and crazy and yeah. using the word crazy, but um, no, I think that like uh, 
so it, it's interesting, right? Because again, this is another like common kind of tattoo motif. Like actually, a couple of weeks ago, I actually did uh, an alien spaceship abducting a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Um, and I think that there's something like I, I think there's something innocent about the unknown, right? Oh yeah, like that naivety. And I think that like initially when you're exploring, it is it is fun. You, you know, it's a little scary, but you're going out and you're looking for new things and I think if there's other lives out there I think that they while they're abducting and researching I think they're also like enjoying it I guess like or they're just like completely watching from afar just a gas at how, what we do to each other and how we destroy this planet because <laughs> like, there's like that whole little like theory too that like we've just you know, the reason why we uh, can't seem to really get out to outer space is like we're actually kind of like locked in this little dimension thing. No one wants mm-hmm. us out there destroying and conquering. And like, you humans are kind of trash. Like, you're going to stay in your little bubble. <laughs> We've put you in timeout. Yeah. And you live inside this own little, uh, little bubble thing. You live in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> I wish I could do a Rod Sterling impression. There's a fifth dimension. One which is vast space. Yeah, you gotta like find it. It's hard. It's, it's like, like a it's a gravel it's, voice, but it's not a gravel voice. It's it's like a gravel tenor. It's not yeah. like a. It's not like a like. Yeah. You gotta like drop. It. You gotta like go down, but not too far. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, fun fact, he, there is a college over in Yellow Springs, or there was a college called Antioch College, okay. um, which is over in Ohio, which is where, before we moved to West Virginia, where we live. And he actually was an alumni from there. Oh, wow. Colleges is not accredited anymore, but, you know. Guys are rods, certainly. Yep. He's also from uh, Rochester, New York. That I could see. Mm-hmm. What is the? Are you ready for the other question? Oh yeah, let's do it. All right. What is the scariest paranormal story you've ever heard? Um. So I don't. I I don't have like any kind of beliefs of like the paranormal. Okay. And I don't mean to again to dismiss no, no, other yeah. people's beliefs or anything like that. Um I just think that like I think that the scary part are just things that we can't explain. Yeah. And so by using by even like saying like it's parent like, oh, this is paranormal activity. Um, uh, it's a way of explaining that unknown. Um, because I think the scariest thing is just the unknown, right? It's not, at least, and again, this is just my opinion, but like the scariest things are the things we can't know. And that's why we have to assign some type of either meaning or reason to them. Um, you know, it's, uh, 
I guess I guess the, the scariest thing for me that doesn't necessarily feel like I guess would feel paranormal would be just dreams. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I, I I kind of find them terrifying. Yeah. Um, because I can't determine what's whenever I go into a dream like state, I can't determine what's real and what's fake anymore. Yeah. And it's like I'm aware of that, but also again I can't I can't determine like it's it's very strange like it's uh again i just can't determine what's real and what's not and that is absolutely terrifying did did you ever Um, hear that thing about like some scientists say that because we spend so much time in our life asleep and dreaming that it's the closest thing we ever get to like interdimensional travel um i have not heard that i mean i could i could i can see where they're coming from yeah, because it's like your 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 brain is just like in just a completely different state, right? Completely yeah, yeah. different, you know, for lack of a better term, mindset. <laughs> but um, you know, I think that while they can be terrifying, right? Dreams are also super inspiring. I think that's like some of the the coolest surrealist artwork comes from that kind of dream sequence, dream S type sequence. Um, you know, and just being right on the precipice of what's real and what's not. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure how that relates to tattooing specifically. Um, because it is something that like, like again, like paranormal motifs and things like that are always, are always kind of incorporated into it, but um, yeah, that one's a little, you know, um, it's not like I've seen like a ghost pick up a tattoo machine and just like go oh, just going to town on somebody. Oh, the ghost or, of like, uh, Sailor Jerry just comes into your shop and just starts tattooing. People. Yeah, you know he's uh, a. <laughs> I you know I think the ghost of Sailor Jerry would just be like too much of a curmudgeon to want to do anything. He would just, like, just be sitting there, just be bitching about everything. Newfangled <laughs> machines. These kids in their gloves. My dad, we just wiped <laughs> it off with our hands. A little spit shine never hurt no one. I I will say this though, uh, you know, there there's a lot. Uh, there's there's definitely some. Um, negative qualities about like some of those um you know someone like uh uh someone like sailor jerry oh yeah right um but he was actually one of the first artists to kind of like use like an autoclave which is a a machine to like sterilization so actually i think he probably would have been on more on the cusp of like that kind of thing he was always about like new tech and like figuring out how to make things better. But yeah, I still think he probably would have some of the problematic sides um, of of him would you know not be savory today. No, that's true. But I, I think he probably he wouldn't be complaining about the machines. He'd be complaining about the people. <laughs> <laughs> probably, and probably all the new designs too. 
Yeah, you know. What's wrong with Battery. a sparrow? There's nothing wrong with a sparrow. Why don't you get a nice sparrow? <laughs> nothing wrong. It'll last. It'll last. It's classic. It'll... <laughs> there, there's someone well, at, uh, at the, my job I have, and they have like a, a lot of really cool tattoos. But a lot of them are in that like Sailor Jerry style. Yeah, that American traditional style. Yeah, yeah, but it's still like up, like abstract, but in that style. And I yeah, was like, I mean, oh, mold hold, man. Yeah, but I was I was talking to the person. I was like, oh wow, you, I really like your tattoos. I love how like you combine surreal with like the Sailor Jerry like traditional. She's like, who? <laughs> yeah, I, I got a question for you, Jesse. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a, you know, this isn't obviously a, a pod deck question, but uh, do you feel like you've just over the course of the year been like more, you've learned more about tattooing? Or? Oh my God. My knowledge of tattoos has gone through the roof because of this show and what I've learned. Like, you feel like it's, uh, you've kind of, like, gotten, like, a little inside look of... Oh, yeah, like, I, I've yeah. I've peeked behind the curtain, and I've loved what I've seen. Very cool. No, and it's, it's made me more interested in, like, I was always kind of interested in tattoos and, like, why people got them. And so when you pitched me this show a year ago, that I, that's why I was so gung-ho about it. But now, just going on my day-to-day life, every time I see someone in a tattoo, I want to stop and, like... Talk to them about it. Like, why'd you get this? Was did it have a meaning by you? Was just something that was cool? What was the artwork style? Did you pick the artwork style? Did you let the artist do all the work? (laughs) And they're like, dude, I I just got this. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, who who is this strange man? Why is he foaming at the mouth? Please go away, sir. But I I I because especially in the show and all the people we've had on. It it does. I do kind of forget that some people just get tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> like for that person at work when I was talking about one of them, and they were just like, "Oh, I just I picked it on a sheet and I did it. I liked the how it looked." And I was like, "Oh yeah, people also do that." Minus do. the fact that I just like a day ago we had like a two hour discussion with someone about every meaning behind their ink on their arm. Well, and so, I think it's it's too cool because it just even if they just someone just likes it, I mean that's enough of a reason, right? Oh because yeah, no, it, can, exactly. And it's like we talk about too, like it's it's just so it's a way for you to just just uh, be a little marking time, you know. There's a there's another guy who comes into the shop, and I've I've not asked the like the shop I work at that I haven't <laughs> had a chance to. I want to ask, but I'm afraid to. It's just a it's a heart. It kind of looks like a stick, and like I know different types of tattooing now like stick and poke and shit like that yeah uh it looks like a stick and poke but it's a heart and out of the heart it says disco and i really want to ask <laughs> about it but I, I i feel like he doesn't want to talk about it yeah but um, so that's when you just say like it never dies does it <laughs> <laughs> but um like, what disco <laughs> no it's disco it never dies I no, it, I've learned a lot more about tattooing, and it makes me want to get like a bunch of tattoos. Yeah, you know, I think only again, only I by you, it. though, my friend. Only by you. <laughs> well, you know, I appreciate that, but even if you get, I I always say, you know, like I'm not someone that has to do all your tattoos. You know, like I'm just I'm just glad to do one of them. 
Yeah. Um, you know. Um, but yeah. Well, what what you got? You got another couple another I, couple questions cooked up there. I do. Just give me one. One second. Do you okay? Um, sorry, this was worded weird. Just give me a second. Do you think deja vu is seeing the future or just a mind trick? Um, I think it's a mind trick. Not like in the cool Jedi kind, just a mind <laughs> trick. Just a mind trick. Um, like I think again, like we look for patterns. Oh um, yeah, you know and. Um, now I, I think, and, and I think whenever we, we recognize that pattern, it freaks us out a little bit. And so we have to be like, Oh, I've seen like, this has happened before, you know, as opposed to like actually, you know, having some type of precognitive vision of it. Mm. Um, I don't think we're like trapped in like a loop. I just think that like we, again, we just look for things that are similar. Yeah. And whenever we go through that, it, it just feels like we've been there before. Yeah, we're not we're not trapped in a loop, but we're definitely trapped in a matrix. We're definitely trapped in the matrix. Yep. <laughs> um, the uh, skeptical argument, man, like you can't prove that you're not. Well, there's been so many times. There's been so many weird moments where I've like I've thought about a song, and then immediately two seconds later, it's played on a radio. Well, that's that whole thing. Is it is it actualization? Is it just you know? Is it is it is it foresight? You know, I don't know. No, it's I mean, amazing. I guess like I, you know, I don't. Again, I think deja vu is when something happens again. Yeah. Right, but I think that maybe like I guess you can have like you obviously can have a premonition of something. But has that ha- um, ever happened to you? Like you've just been sitting at the shop at your shop, and so like uh, you know, I've never, I haven't tattooed like this in a while, like a skull with a knife. And then someone come in and be like, "Can I get a skull and a knife on my face?" Yeah, you know the way it happens is not quite like that, but yeah. it's more so like one person comes in and gets a butterfly and the second person comes in and get a butterfly and the third person comes in and gets a butterfly. Like, mm-hmm. Or like one person will get a snake, second person will get a snake, third person will get a snake. Like, more so like that. Yeah. Like the same, it, it's weird. Like the same tattoo comes in. Yeah, like, okay. So, yeah. Then that is just trapped in like an endless loop. Yeah. Like, it's a weird... Yeah. I don't know. It's like everyone saw the same image that day and decided that's the tattoo that they want. Someone, yeah, everyone's like, I saw. What's really weird is when they then bring in the same image. Oh. And you're like, and we talked a little bit about this at the Rock last week. Yeah. And you're like, I want something unique. You're like, <laughs> and God, they... this is the third time I've seen this <laughs> tattoo today. If I... If I ever finish uh, making a movie, first thing I'm going to do is go to you and we'll do the uh, ECP logo on my arm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're going to put in a loop about <laughs> <laughs> the tattoo shop. That'll be my first uh, film for college. This is a 
story, but a, the, a tattoo forget shop. Forget the end of the summer. In the day. <laughs> in the day. All right. Um, this one made me think about our joking about Sailor Jerry before. Um, do you think mermaids are nice, or are they like, or are they bird-like creatures that laurel sailors to their ultimate deaths? So, are are they mermaids or are they sirens? Yes. Um. Are they like with the know, you know the typical design of Sailor? Are they Jerry? aerial or, yeah. or are they like Greek? <laughs> yes. yes. Um, I think they're. Uh, <laughs> I actually think they're manatees. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are. Yeah. Um, I want a sexy manatee yeah. design. Yes, and Spencer ruins the book. Okay. <laughs> um. No, I. Uh, I would like to think of them as being nice under the sea people. Um, you know, again, like I, I, but if, if, the, <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't say humans as a whole are pretty nice because we're all about self-preservation, but I would, and, and I don't know if we, whenever we live in isolation, if that would then make us nicer, I feel like if anything it would make us more skeptical and more scared of the outside. So I'd say they probably lure us to death. That's true. Um, but again, I think the whole idea of even in tattooing, like, right, the, the mermaid is like this elusive kind of figure. Um, it's a fantasy, right? Oh yeah. And chasing that fantasy. I I don't, I don't necessarily, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a fallacy, but like it can be, um, especially if you're not, um, you know, if you if your pursuit isn't in something that's I don't want to say real, mm. um, but if you're only living in that fantasy world, that can also be kind of problematic. Yeah, no, I I get that, I get that. But um, I think it's again, I think it's that whole idea of like something that's outside the scope of, re- of normalcy or reality. And I think there's something appealing about that kind of pursuit, right? Um, I don't know. They're also just kind of like, a, you know, because I've done mermaids and I've done mermen. And, you know, it's a way of kind of this yeah. different type of beauty maybe as well. So, I don't know. They're fun. They're fun to do. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do more, more, more mermaid tattoos. Did you ever do a manatee tattoo? I've not. I've not. I long to do a manatee tattoo dressed up as a mermaid, though. That, I would get that. <laughs> I would totally get that. That's awesome. Definitely would put part of your world on somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I feel like that's a good spot to end it at. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you don't got one more. One more. I got. In the I got one more in the chamber for you. Okay, give me one more. Halloween or Dia de Muertes? Um. So I, I like. Um. I mean, I would say I like Halloween. Um. Dia de Muertes. I, I, I do love. Um. Yeah. The idea of it, right? I think this whole idea of celebrating. Um. Your your past 
um, or you, you know the, your past relatives and things like that. I think it's a beautiful, um, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Um, if if you're not familiar with USA with Morses, I would recommend. You, I, and this is going to sound more simplistic than I mean for it to, to be, but watch Coco. Oh, definitely. Um, and you will see the scope of what this holiday means to people. Um, I, I don't, I've, I've talked to different people of, um, you know, of, uh, Latinx heritage and I, you know, I point blank asked them like, you know, is it, cause you, you, you see a lot of that imagery, um, especially in, um, you know, in modern culture, right. Um, like seeing like, you know, girls with the, you know, the skeleton paint and things like that. Oh yeah. But I, I, th- I think it's something that like we have to approach with, with a lot of respect. Oh, one hundred percent. Because I feel like that can get into like that appropriation kind of discussion. Oh, definitely. Um, where you're just using it as an aesthetic instead of really knowing what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, it's an interesting, interesting talk to have because, of course, like you know, whenever you're embracing, like, how how can you help like respectfully embrace other cultures? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, I think it's a, I think it's a wonderful holiday. Right. I think it's a wonderful idea of celebrating your past and your ancestors and things like that. But like, know why it's done, not just go and, you know, put on, you know, some sugar salt makeup or something or, you know, decorate your house with that kind of look. I know why that they're there and what the heritage is. And see if, you know, and just do it in a respectful way because it's not just about the decor, right? The look, the aesthetic. There's a whole lot that goes into that. Um, and I think that's awesome. I just think that, like, um, yeah, I think Halloween is just a little bit more accessible. Well, I, I, um, and the whole idea of it's different, yeah. right? Like it's, it's meant to be fun, meant to put on costumes, you're meant to. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it's, um, it's turned into more of a. Well, no, it's always been since the conception. If you don't mind me going on a little rant, yeah, go for it. it Halloween, like from the conception, has always been more of like a. Oh, the veil gets a little thinner, supposedly, but it's also like it just gets colder and it's a little spookier out. So let's carve jack-o'-lanterns and have kids go get treats from the neighbors where the day of the dead that's more of you know let's remember our ancestors and let's you know honor yeah them. i mean it's it's two separate things yeah in my opinion and i think you know a hundred percent you know all Hallows eve is all saints day right yeah like it was you know it, it it's a cat it was a it still is a catholic holiday um, it was re- originally you know. it was um, a pagan holiday. Yeah, well, but that gets into that whole discussion about like how you know the Catholic Church just like adopted a lot of the pagan holidays because they were like, this is a whole lot easier than like trying to tell people <laughs> they can't celebrate them. Exactly. Yeah. Um, One hundred. Yeah. So, like, again, you have it in a kind of problematic. <laughs> 
way. But um, yeah, well, that's you know, I, I, think, I always like that argument though. Of like, you can't say Halloween; it's a it's a, a pagan holiday. I'm like, what do you think Christmas is? <laughs> exactly. Jesus wasn't born um, in December. Yeah, you know, but it's it, and again, like it's it's a commercial holiday. So oh, let's yeah. not kid ourselves here. Um, but again, that doesn't mean it's not fun and can't be enjoyed. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I guess that's it, Jesse. Um, thank you again for all, as always, for coming on. I think we got some fun answers to a couple spooky questions. <laughs> Sorry that they were all uh, <laughs> Halloween themed, but I'm in the mode. Uh, you know, it's it, it is tis the season. <laughs> um, yeah. But all right. Well, I guess uh, I guess that'll do it for us for this week in stories and ink. Guys, thanks again for listening. Make sure you check out all the different Halloween stuff we have over here at ECP. Um, And we look forward to uh, having you on for our next listen. Again, this has been Spencer Kennard. Until next time, thanks for stopping by.